What's going on? Muted on YouTube, but now I think everybody should be able to hear me. I'm going to check chat. Uh, just yeah. make sure everything's going well. But how are you? Can, hey, introduce yourself, uh, Tom, Strange Brew Podcast. <laughs> Let everybody know a little bit about you. What's going on, everybody? I am, I go by different aliases. Tomcat, Tom Thompson, the Raptilian is my hip-hop persona. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm always trying to be positive, good in this world that is uh, quite a crazy place. Uh, but, yeah, if you don't know about Strange Brew Podcast, essentially... We're a podcast that covers anything and everything strange from like true crime and cryptids and the paranormal. And we kind of put like a dark humor spin on it. And our whole motto is take nothing seriously because essentially that's our scapegoat in case anything goes wrong. I like that. Take nothing seriously. And I've been trying to embrace that concept in my life because uh, I get way too serious personally about talking about Ukraine or conspiracies sometimes. And I have to remind myself not to take it so seriously. So I love that angle. And uh, I actually love a, a lot of the things you talk about. And uh, one of the reasons uh, I got turned on to your podcast uh, was your understanding maybe and the way you talk about psychedelics, right? Yeah, yeah. And the rules are a bit different up north. Um, I'm a fan of psychedelics and it, it kind of irks me sometimes. And uh, it reminds me of myself. When my friends, when I was young, I'd criticize them for smoking marijuana. And I'd say, what are you doing? You're killing yourself. Like, it's bad for you. Like, don't you know it's going to melt your brain? And then I tried it and I, I was like, oh, I, I understand. I feel like such a hypocrite for not understanding what people were doing and maybe expanding their mind or, or their consciousness, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I had that same kind of preconception with psilocybin mushrooms, right? Where I thought it made your brain bleed. Uh, it made you have crazy trips where you would uh, do terrible things around, you know, I just thought it made you schizophrenic, right? Uh, That's what we were told too. And like it, the, the craziest thing is, is I didn't really dive into it until I was older. I had lots of friends that did it. So many friends I had, like, and this is why I, like, and I always have been in kind of into the conspiracy world. So I was always afraid like, Oh, I'm going to fucking see some reptiles or some shit like that. And that's where I like, Oh, I'm I, like, cause I had a friend that like, he was already, he would, if he got stoned, the craziest shit, he'd get stoned for like three hours. Unlike Lucky. any of us. Like, it would just, he would just be able to stay stoned. So, one time he was tripping out mushrooms, he thought like a thousand hands were touching him. And I'm like, was chilling out with him and stuff with a bunch of our friends. And I was like, whoa, I don't want to fucking experience that. Wow. And then I finally did it. And I was like, this is amazing. It is. And it's so different than what I anticipated, what I expected. Yeah, me too. And my first few times were all recreational, right? Like, so it was more, I, I looked at it as like, maybe like a party drug for some reason. Yeah. yeah and then at, do. as I got older, you know, you encounter, uh, Alan Watts, uh, Ram Dass, and, uh, I'm thinking I'm, I'm skipping some names, Alan but, Watts. uh, they break down how it's actually a medicine. Right. And yeah. I had thought of it as like a party drug. Like you do it to, but there's actually a purpose and there should be, I think a purpose and intent and a setting. And then yes. I, I tried using it for a purpose with an intent, with a setting to change my life. And lo and behold, it helped, right? It helped change the way I thought about, there were no demons, right? There yeah. was no like scary spirits or ghosts. It was real reflective. And my experience was like, I got to say the things to myself that I couldn't say to myself out loud or in private. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, I, it's crazy, but it has helped me deal with trauma that I had in my head that I didn't even know that I had. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's crazy. Uh, cause like, I'll even mention like a little thing. Like I don't really care about being open about my past and all that stuff. Right. Is, um, it's, it's weird when I was around eight, uh, well, my mom essentially lost, uh, a, like one of, I could have been my brother. He was like eight or nine months old and mm. I was only like eight and she, we lost a family member, so to speak. It just came out and he was dead and fucked up like scenario. Right. Yeah. But like, I didn't know that I was kind of dealing with that or that my mom's trauma probably was cemented into my subconscious. Mm -hmm. And on one mushroom trip, I thought of that like soul and like where that soul might be and kind of all this stuff. And it just came about out of nowhere. Wow. So like, it is crazy how it does chills. tap in. It taps into stuff that you like you, if it, that's what I would say to people that want to try it or, or, you know, use it for medicine. I'm like, if you have any trauma or 
if you're keeping stuff in, it will release it. It will. You can't stop it. You have to let it go. And it's interesting when people then get into the topic of like bad trips, right? So that's was the first fear that was sold to me. It's like bad trips, dude. And really what I learned was those bad trips as I, I you know, I practiced the medicine or whatever people say, um, actually mm-hmm. turned into not bad trips, but just like looking into the mirror and some, for some reason, some people, it's really hard to look in the mirror. So for example, right. It's my favorite. <laughs> I looked in the mirror on, on dreams. I was like, holy shit, I'm fucking lazy. I don't pick up after myself. I don't keep my environment clean. I got to do something. This is my problem. This isn't anybody mm-hmm. else. Right. And so, uh, like, I had to deal with like who I was and how I kept my life and the things around me and my environment. And I became super sensitive to that and felt like, and then after that, lo and behold, you know, I started picking up after myself. Sounds, sounds easy to do. It will uh, teach you lessons though. Simple ones like that. Right. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Cause it'll make you look at yourself in a different way. Like, uh, I posted uh, things essentially uh, saying like like I, I apologize if I was ever the villain in, in certain people's lives and stuff like that because one thing that I've taken from mushrooms especially is that we don't really realize the impact that we have on other people's lives wow. when we're being selfish or ignorant or whatever and and obviously you did say you were a Mormon right so yeah. I would love to learn more about that. Cause like that shit, like I'm not, I'm spiritual, right. But I'm mm-hmm. not religious. Like, mm-hmm. And I've always said this on the show that like, I don't really care what people believe in and stuff like that, but I'm a spiritual person. Like I believe in the soul. Um, I don't, I'm not entirely sold on some of uh, the religious aspects of things, but I like work with uh, a, a buddy that's a Jehovah witness. He doesn't really practice it, but his whole family is, and he still has to go randomly and stuff like that. But it always, it always, cause there's so many different religions, right? It always, I always want to actually the weirder ones like Mormonism. Most people, right. What yeah. their impression is, as you would know. Uh, yeah, different. Some people think we have horns. Uh, some people think <laughs> yeah. we still practice polygamy. Like the, uh, it's that a, sounds fun to me, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it can have its benefits, but there's a lot of negatives, too. Like, if you don't get enough wives, you don't go to the top heaven. So, like, you could enter That's the, crazy, really? Yeah, you get into the polygamy game and uh, only get to level two of heaven because you only have two wives. So, oh, I would love to do a whole talk about that with you because I'm fascinated well, by yeah. that shit. Um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm a unique kind of Mormon uh, in some regards because I grew up in the heart of mormonism so i know the culture and the people almost better than anybody uh outside of utah there are pockets and collectives of mormons but they don't know what it's like to be in a high school a junior high and an elementary where 99 percent of the student body population is lds right they Mm -hmm. all go to the same church churches different stakes different wards Um, but i was baptized to fit in culturally right so my, my parents weren't attached to the church uh, they they moved to Utah, mm-hmm. so um, I didn't grow up. I went to a daycare, and in the daycare it was LDS. So I still, you know, scriptures. Uh, at well, they, if I was there on time, you read the scriptures, right? And at lunch, you do your prayer over your food. Um, you follow- What's the difference between the, the Latter Day Saints than others? Then, um, well, Mormons believe in um, a new book. So it would go Old Testament, New Testament, Book of Mormon, if you were to like do a chronology, right? And so yeah. then Mormons... And that's from Joseph Smith, right? Yeah, Joseph Smith. And so Joseph Smith uh, read from a hat. That's what people kind of say as a joke. And he channeled or transcribed the Book of Mormon, which is the history of Jesus coming to America and interacting with a population. I think it connects. If you're familiar with Tartaria, right? This belief in, yeah. So I think Tartaria is actually a psyop by the LDS church to bring people back into the understanding that there were, there were Uh, ancient civilizations in the United States. Jesus, Jesus did come here and that's why you see what you're seeing. So, um, yeah, the, I want to get into that talk. I know, like I, I mentioned it to Juan from One on One Podcast, and he's doing fairly well. And I mentioned it to him, like, "Hey, would you ever want to do Tartaria and stuff like that?" And he's like, "Ah, people have covered that." And I was like, "I, did, I when I want to do something on Strange Brew, mm-hmm. I do it genuinely because I want to learn more a and lot that, of times. Certain topics, absolutely. like we're just doing it for fun, and it's like, oh, crazy true crime case. Let's dive into this. But a lot of times, like I, I'll look into something just because I want to kind of learn about it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we should do this. 
because the, the, I would love to dive into Mormonism because I know there's like shady, there's shady things with all religion, every Certainly. single religion. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I, what made you hold on to it? Uh, um, it's great. I got an answer. Yeah. Great question. So I look at, so, you know, God's the end goal of spirituality and religion, right? So you have two vehicles to get, to get there. I think you have your individual self, right? So you can find God through spirituality or there's vehicles that people have tried and true methods that say they've, you know, brought them closer, maybe not to God, maybe they haven't talked to God, but these religions are vehicles that have brought them closer to God and knowing the feeling of God, the spirit of God. So um, I look at religion as a vehicle in a lot of ways. Yeah. And also it's a cultural ve vehicle. So it, a culture provides benefits. So the state of Utah is one of the best states in the country, I think, because simply the culture. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the people, uh, the, the streets are plowed, they're paved. Uh, homelessness rates are relatively low compared to the rest of America. People are kind. Um, it's a nice place to live. It's pleasant. And yeah. that's because of the culture more, of religion. More yeah, it's more religious dominated, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But that's decreasing more and more as people are. Utah's a one of the, I think, the tester states for UN's 15-minute cities. So throughout yeah, all, so it's, it's okay. all, all of Utah, uh, you can look this up. Utah's open about the news and the fact that they're planning 15-minute cities. So um they just recently tore down a prison uh, they call it at the point of the mountain it's near lehigh in utah if anybody's familiar with the geography and so they tore down a prison and they're they're doing uh, a full-scale 15-minute city ground floor bottom up um and it's out in the open everybody in the state knows about this um it's just like what we're trying to do and utah is a unique place where we actually do have um a geographical location in utah where it's not the United States property or the state of Utah, but it's the United Nations. So there's this belief. Oh, that's fucking weird. There's this belief. Yeah. So people are like, oh, Utah's a, a right. Utah's going to be left soon. If you, or It's already new world order or whatever. Like I'm not fooled by anything. I, I see where it's headed. And you see the 15 minute cities popping up all over Utah. Yeah, they're trying to do that in Canada. Yeah, and they're they're in Ad Toronto, Mississauga, Ottawa, Alberta, like Edmonton. It's fucked. And then what happens is, I think what that does with voting populations, it's like why you have, uh, they call them. I I think there, there's a specific term term, but like in a state like Illinois, you have Chicago, right? A power city. It can control yeah. the whole state with its politics. That's what happens in Canada, man. Uh, Ontario, where I live, and Quebec dominate. Like the voting, and the thing is, I don't even necessarily believe voting even fucking matters, right? Me that, either. That it's it's set up in the way it's, it's supposed to, right? And like this fifty minute city shit. One thing I always keep telling people, and like, you know, I have thousands and thousands of followers on like TikTok, and I'm I'm essentially gonna soon make a video and be like, there will be a day where I go silent and I stop speaking out. I've said all I can say. Uh, my message has been shared thousands of times, but I'm done. I'm going to live my life and not worry about this shit because I know it's going to get progressively worse. Yep. And, but I will speak out and, and stand up when I need to. Yep. But one thing I keep trying to tell people is united noncompliance. If enough people do not comply with this shit, it will never come to fruition. It won't happen. Oh, but there's too many people that are brainwashed. I agree. But in parts like Russia, it's weird. We're like, I think about maybe moving to Russia in an alternate life. But so they try to implement the mandates. Uh, and then within two weeks it, from the article I read one time yeah. two years ago, within two weeks, the mandates didn't work because everybody in Moscow agreed not to go to any of the businesses that implemented the mandate. So the, <laughs> the, the businesses were forced to go to the politicians yeah. and say, get rid of this rule. Nobody's coming anymore. So United uh, yeah. Noncompliance, to your point, yeah. I, I do believe these movements are possible, but very limited. You're not going to hear about them. And I think Utah was one of this non-compliant states in some regards where yeah. I didn't wear a mask, right? I didn't bend the I knee. I never did, yeah. And, but some people did. There was a two-week period where Utah had mandated masks and you saw yeah. everyone fucking bend the knee. All these, And then when you didn't, people would look at you. Like, like what? It's I weird. got called a scumbag for not walking the right way of like where the – the decals or the fuck the stickers on the goddamn floor were pointing. They oh. called me a scumbag. And then I was like getting furious. And my girlfriend's like, you got to go to the car. And I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking tell this guy off. Like, it, it, and it, cultures, it's crazy. it is crazy. And cultures are different. So when I would go to Nevada 
and they had implemented a more strict mandate on masks, I would like, I'm cold. Like I'm, I'm habitual. I don't wear a mask in Utah. I'm not wearing a mask in your CVS. Yeah, yeah. So I walk in and then everybody, it was, yeah, just stares at you. Like, mean mugging and this guy must be a white supremacist (laughs) something crazy (laughs) yeah but it's fucking nuts dude it's crazy because like i've like and that's why i'm always fascinated by religious people in general right like i have a lot of friends that are like christians and and when i was when all the protests are going on they're still going on stuff like that but like when the convoy is happening all the shit was people pushing against everything that's happening and coming and people in the digital ids and still stuff is still coming um when i was at protests a lot of the people there were like religious christians and they were the people actually fighting against this stuff religious people all over but a lot of them were christians yeah and you know, pushing against the stuff. And I've always been like under the belief, this is my essential, like in a breakdown of what I believe as a religious whole and spirituality is that whatever God is, whatever the energy is, if it is that thing that we think it is, uh, we're all connected to that, which means that we're all gods in our own right. So I primarily, I pray, I I don't pray at all, but like I I look towards my higher self Mm -hmm. because I do believe that your soul is so powerful. It can't be contained in this vessel here. Mm -hmm. So the more aware and awake you are supposedly the less uh, soul you need to actually can live here and, Mm -hmm. and, and actually correspond with this reality. Um, But I do believe in your higher self and the person you are above this is all powerful in the way that God could be. That's easily how I break it down. Cause I'm not religious, but I'm fucking spiritual as fuck. I love it. And my, my belief too, uh, to that is uh, you, you said a lot of things. I, I want to respond in a few points. Yeah. Um, I think religion is always the answer to tyranny because tyranny is man says I wrote the rules and man is above all people, but you're going to have religious people say you're not above God. Yeah. You're not above me. So religion was actually one of the, the first breakthroughs in giving people's rights because it, before that was like man saying, look, I am God. I'm God on earth. And people would (laughs) say, no, 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 it's not you. You can't make these rules for us. So religion is, I think, an antidote to uh, tyranny because at some point we're going to get to levels of tyranny where government looks like God and people will start to realize like, no, there's something above this and this doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to use religion to invoke something. And um, you had another point that uh, I wanted to – oh, you – praying and i i want to maybe convert you to praying or the idea about <laughs> that's it. what my buddy said too yeah so i believe uh life is a verse right it's frequency note right so i believe prayer is never ending so every time you open your mouth it's a prayer right and you're either mm-hmm. uh praising or cursing and so when you realize that the language and the verses you speak write the narrative of your life and prayer is never ending i think people get a misconception that prayer is a and I think you can approach prayer where you set aside time and you pray specifically in a time of need or for something or yeah. for great gratitude. That's all you need to pray for sometimes. But if you just look at life as one long prayer, uh, I think it's, it might change your perspective. Uh, I could see in the way you mean of uh, like, essentially like, you know, um, you, you are what you think in, in, in the reality that you create around you and stuff like that. Like yeah. the thing is, right. The way I even write music, um, is very much like my opinion and what I believe that I structure it in a poem for like he verses, like in a poem, like a hip hop. Right. But the way that it is, you could see it as some sort of prayer in, in some weird regard. Right. And that's why like, I'll always like be very open to having either debates, not even debates, but it's a conversation about religious and spirituality as a whole, just because I, I was baptized as a Christian. Uh, I stopped, my parents stopped taking me to church when I was like six or seven okay. uh, because they were smiting gay people essentially. Mm. And my uncle was gay. And the funny thing is I make a joke now. My that uncle's I don't hate gay my uncle. too. I don't hate my uncle cause he's Cut gay. I hate him cause he's a fucking liberal. And ah. I, I make, I always make that joke cause like uh, Anton, one of my co-hosts on the podcast is gay. We constantly get in conversations like about the, the issues, trans issues, the LGBTQ plus, all that stuff, right? Because we don't do whole different points of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the crazy thing is we're able to still be really good friends throughout all this stuff. But spirituality as a whole is always interests me because I don't necessarily know uh, if Jesus existed as the person that we think he did or if it was based on Horus from the Egyptian times. Mm-hmm. Like there's different things of why I question everything. Naturally. And I've always, I, I had a friend that was like 
you know, like if, if Jesus did exist and you questioning the whole thing, he might respect that. And he always made my buddy made a joke because I always be like, I don't know. And I still today where I'm like, if you are real Jesus, I'm sorry, but I need to question everything. This is the way my thoughts work. Right. Yeah. And I like that. And I think we're almost the exact same in a lot of ways in the way we think. And when like I think about Jesus or I think about. Like I could go into the Gnostic perspective where like yeah. we're, we're in a prison planet. Jesus was sent down by the main God to break the code and the paradigm. And I like mm-hmm. I, I like thinking about all the possibilities of what Jesus could or might be like. And to be honest, do I think Jesus came to America? Am I tied or connected to that belief at the LDS church? Or am I more just a part of the culture? At times it depends, right? It's interesting thought though. It is. That it, it could be possible. If he did exist in the way we think he did. Yeah. Um, But either way, I'm not, I'm like you, I really, I'm not concerned about it. Right. And I, I, I think it's fair to say I don't know. And I like asking more questions. Sometimes I get bothered with religious people. And although I'm uh, Mormon, quote unquote, I love learning about other religions and what other people think. Like, I I don't think you should ever, if, if religions are stop signs, you shouldn't stop. Right. Yeah. I think you put yourself in a box. Yeah. And it's weird where some people are born in the box and that's why they got to get out of the box. Um, but I th- see, and that, that's what that's, you have people like Anton, right? One of my co-hosts, he's gay, but he was raised in a religious household where it was like wrong. And like, he had to like bury himself and that's never good for anyone's mental health. And like, and, and the thing is, I believe that people have a right to do whatever they want. I think that some of the stuff that is being pushed to is toxic and is too much and, and all that stuff. And I have very strong opinions about what I believe. Yes, exactly. And and I've, I've expressed this to people that it's they're controlling it and manipulating groups of people to push their agendas and and keep divide and conquer tactics going and stuff like that so i see why certain people would turn away from religion but the thing is i think as a whole to be spiritual is in in any way is a great tool and i was gonna ask you did have you ever had um psychedelic experiences like uh where because i've my cousin is very christian um and in stuff like he's got connections to like Knights of Columbus and some crazy shit. And he said he, he never drank, never really smoked weed, but did a mushrooms a bunch of time. And he believed he got connected with like God. Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot of religious people talk about this where I have connections to like my higher self, but did you ever have that epiphany or like a connection? Do you, did you have some sort of religious experience in any way? Uh, I think there is, well, I don't, I, I think, um, so I have a lot of thoughts about this. It's, it's difficult yeah. to respond cause it's such a nuanced topic, but oh, I think, yeah, sure. uh, God is impossible to get in touch with. That's why we have, uh, symbols like Hermes. Cause there's a messenger between God and you, because if you ever were yeah. to really encounter the fullness of God, you would be destroyed. Like your brain would you, explode. It would you'd be, it'd be <laughs> yeah. a psychotic break, right? It would yeah, be yeah. a psychotic break. But so what you can encounter are messengers or like things like that. But this is where people get into the idea of like uh, demons or like, how do you know if it's a demon or an angel or like now you're inviting spirits and things of that nature into your trip. And it's interesting mm-hmm. when, all of this stuff is preset by, I think, some some of what you already believe, right? So, um, or what you've read or like all of the, like, so if you read that you can take mushrooms or you listen to people who say, like, you can take mushrooms and walk with God and like talk to him, then you might even trip yourself into believing that. Oh, 100%. Uh, that's, yeah, because you, you only know what you're taught and then... Yeah, it'll bring it forward. So when I take like when I readjusted my view on like taking psychedelics, it was like, oh, what do what characteristics of my personal self do I want to work on? I want to be more respectful. And I, I write down everything I want out of the trip uh, before I even go in. Like I want to learn how to be more grateful. I want and then I don't do it just to fucking see what happens. Right. Like, uh, I think there is a point to do that. That's a fun thing to do sometimes. Like I wouldn't mind testing my mental fortitude just to see what happens if I took a more than a double a heroic dose. But, um, the getting in touch with God and things of that nature, I think it's getting in touch with principles of God. Right. So when you understand that, 
uh, you're grateful for your life. You're in tune yeah. with God and you feel that presence, right? When you, when you actually really feel grateful throughout your whole body and mind, when you're in tune with the fact that you got to respect everybody on earth, like yeah. that feeling gives me chills. Like, yo, I got to love and respect everybody. I know, even if even if you don't agree with them, because that's that's a hard point for me where I'm like, I just want to throw. Sounds gonna say it sounds bad. I was like, throw those people off a fucking cliff. Some of the people are like, yo, are you not awake yet? You not fucking see what's going on? Do you not observe your surroundings and awareness of like how people in power are corrupt and manipulating you and stuff like that? But the thing is. I've grown because I've been aware of this stuff since I was like 14. Essentially, it was the music that really got me. Like, I listened to a lot of punk bands and hip hop that like opened underground shit that like opened my mind to like, okay, the government's mm-hmm. corrupt. I know that. And like, any flag, even though they're like kind of everyone kind of goes towards this leftist bullshit now because they feel like they have to to abide by shit. Like, if you look at, um, uh, rise against the machine and shit yeah. like that like they just fucking like oh no rise against the machine but wait you have to get vaccinated if you fucking come into my concert t- type of shit it's fucking bananas that they're like that and uh so i woke me up so i was always like i was always like deep into research and then about like i always tell the story that like 16 or 17 uh me and my buddy were like looking outside and we got the binoculars out we're like smoking weed and we're like looking up at the stars and we see these like fucking lights changing like the, the stars changing colors and all this shit we're like what the fuck is that so we believed it was ufos and stuff like that and then we yeah. went downstairs and we started he showed me this video and this kid wasn't even in the conspiracy theories uh actually the first thing that made me dive into this rabbit hole even deeper was the harp thing by benjamin oh, fullford we wow. watched a fucking thing about benjamin fullford i was like 16 or 17 i was like whoa they're manipulating the weather and then i was like hit my buddy just essentially said oh it sent me down a rabbit hole and then he was like ah whatever didn't really care i'd like start fucking researching everything reading books like diving into it that's that's amazing <laughs> i i usually uh, to, to that i say there's two ways people find out uh that the government's against them they're born in the gutter and it's obvious. They don't need yeah. someone with an education to tell them the government's fucking them over, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other people are very highly educated, very uh, not degree-wise or anything like that, just yeah. educated in the material like, oh, how do you know the government's fucking you over? Uh, how long of a list do you need? You know, Gulf of Tonkin, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. But, uh, so there's, there's so two- many obvious key points. Dude. There are. Uh, but so there's two ways to find out, but everybody is mostly in the middle, right? So life is kind of just fine. So they never find out how or why because yeah. they've just been indoctrinated in the system. Uh, there's a lot of people there like, uh, why would they do that? Like, I, I, my mom is a nurse and she was indoctrinated to the system of the the medical system. Same with my grandmother and, and believed in the like, oh, take a pill type of shit. Like it can help you even though I don't like I always said doctors and nurses, whatever. They're good for if you get shot in the chest and you need a fucking quick fix to keep you alive. Absolutely. Uh, but not the long term care of your health and stuff like that. Right. So like I was always, I remember during the pandemic, the covid bullshit, you know, my dad coming over. My dad was very like he's a, he's a he taught me humor in life and to, to laugh at things and but he doesn't really question things in, in the way that i do and i was very different from my family but as i was talking to my dad about what was going on and how this has been set up and manipulated and that the virus is not what we think it is all this shit and he's like why would they do that i was like why wouldn't they do that it's profit over people like they they manipulate people and control them uh, and using all these different tactics wow. because power and control is not about money some of it's about money because money will keep them in power and control, but it's really about power and control. And they're narcissistic maniacs. They're psychopaths. Yeah. If you, I, I made a joke today. Like I posted on TikTok about like the shit that's going on because I don't really care if my account gets new to this point. I have like 30,000 followers. I'm like, just like, do whatever. I've sent my message out thousands of times, right? And I said, uh, I was like, if you got Trudeau to fucking uh, do a, uh, the psychopathy test, you would fucking score higher than Ted Bundy, I bet, if he was honest. Oh, certainly. <laughs> certainly you would. Trudeau, the, yeah, I want to talk about Trudeau and, and some of these certain crazy, people dude. where you look at them and you understand it's all a script, right? And Oh, these, he's an actor. Yeah, oh, great actor too. Like you look at him, just perfect typecasting. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't have done a better <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah, um, so fucking true. Do you, wait, I got a question. Do you believe that Joe Biden is not Joe Biden? Like, oh, that's the, a great the fuck. The G, is that the G.I. Joe conspiracy? 
oh man it's so weird he doesn't even look the fucking same the yeah. more pictures i see of them comparing it i'm like whoa like at first yeah i always heard about it i was like ah oh, that's fucking interesting like who probably because i our whole are in our fucking intro i talk about like most celebrities are probably cloned like that <laughs> so it's just like it's possible to be it looks fucking wild that he doesn't even look the same as he did in like the 90s and shit absolutely and so there's gi joe uh Thank retaliation you. okay and i i the the idea we're Joe Biden isn't Joe Biden. It's weird how they they make movies and we're from. Are you familiar with the show Utopia on Amazon and what's it's on? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Utopia is that the one where they're not the one that are AI reality, right? That's no, it's where they bring they realize that the uh, pharmaceutical company is trying to uh, release some deadly virus. Or is something. it good? Did you, did you oh, like it? Oh, it's one of the best shows ever. Utopia it predicted. Oh, yeah, sure yeah, there's an Eng, there's a English version. Jeff Bezos did that one, and then there's a UK version. Watch both Jeff of them. Bezos. You got to yeah. watch both of them. There's a reason there's no second season for the US. After you watch the first, you'll you understand why they couldn't make a second. And then. Oh, uh, dope! That sounds fucking interesting. Yeah, it's 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 what happened basically, um, <laughs> but uh. There's what was I talking about before that? Uh, Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> oh GI Joe. Real or is he? So yeah. the, there's the whole GI Joe retaliation in 2013 came out, and the president looks like Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. And the president gets uh, kidnapped, and they have a like a duplicate person who then controls the U.S. for a certain amount of years, right? And it's just mm-hmm. oh, it's so interesting where people are telling me the plot line. And they got all the evidence, kind of the same evidence in the movie of like his face isn't right or this or that. There's certain features. It's like, man, is it real? Are we to the point to where a movie is telling you exactly what's going to happen 10 years later? And I think they're getting better at this, right? Where you have uh, Netflix white noise. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Boring ass fucking movie, might I say. We watched it and I was like, this is fucking boring. Just the way they wrote it, like I I actually I like Adam Driver as an actor. Mm-hmm. All these people, right? You like him as an actor. You like the roles he can play. I'm a fucking huge Star Wars fan. I know that shit is bullshit, but I always make the joke on the show that like, you know, if I could fucking have a real lightsaber and battle in the galaxy and fight against the Empire, I fucking would. I love that shit, man. I have two replica lightsabers. I joked about it on the Antarctica episode. But like I I still can enjoy cinema, especially because I'm connected to Aaron on First Class Horror. We talk about horror podcasts and movies, and and we did a big deep dive, which is coming out soon, about Megan and the AI technology shit, because that shit scares the fuck out of me. I love it. But I can still enjoy cinema for what it is Mm -hmm. and feel like the good feelings. Like I'm going to see Scream this weekend, which I'm fucking excited for. Love it. 3D. But I can still enjoy it. You know what I mean? But I can still see through the bullshit. Yes. That's one thing people say, too. I, I don't like this is when I became awake and I stopped watching all the propaganda or stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I watch it for the symbolism and for the programming, like the show Utopia or G.I. Joe Retaliation or uh, White Noise or the Netflix pandemic documentary that came out in 2020. Mm. All yeah. of these things, if you're paying attention, they're just telling you the script. And I really like it. I like watching it for the symbolism and just to enjoy yeah. cinema as well. If I go to a movie theater, don't watch shit on mushrooms. It changes your fucking old perspective. And like this was a one that was obvious, but like I we I watched a movie outside because I'm gonna do it again this summer. Um, is I usually will like I set up a I do movies outside right on projector. Mm-hmm. I like smoke cigars, smoke weed, do mushrooms and stuff like that. It's fucking tons of fun. And then we came inside. And I was like, let's put on a fun Disney movie. I haven't seen Pinocchio Ooh. in a while, and everyone should know this by now. But I was like, this whole movie is about fucking child trafficking. <laughs> It's like it is. It's fucked. Have you covered the Dark Crystal? No, that'd be fun. Oh, dude, the Dark Crystal. Oh, the Dark Crystal. Jim Henson's whole biography is Mm. untouchable. So, have you you know about the Labyrinth, right? With yeah, I've watched it, but I want to know what your thoughts. So both of them are related to child trafficking, like the Labyrinth. Right away, what's it about? Baby gets kidnapped by goblins, right? Yeah, and then um. What was the other one I just said? Um, oh, uh, Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal. So that is about, um, well, they're called Skeeksies or they're, they're these evil, evil looking creatures, right? And they harvest people for their life energy, a.k.a. 
adrenochrome. So, but what they do is they suck their energy from a crystal. So it's like when people stare at TVs too or screens for too long, it drains who they are. And it, and this ties into the idea of louche, right? So what they do is they steal these little. Uh, I forget the people's names. I always forget them. Yeah, the like the the creature looking blonde fucking weird. No, the, those the are elf things. Those are gelflings. But there's the, oh, the gelflings. Yeah, yeah. The, there's the yeah. little people that get kidnapped. They're like tiny lo- looking little hobby oh, yeah. people and they sit in the chair and they're handcuffed and they look at the crystal and their third eye is just <laughs> I want to watch that shit on mushrooms <laughs> it's heavy time. and it, it deals with astrology and the lining of the planet and the second coming and how good and evil are duality as many evil terrible people there are which are the skinksies there's these elder mm-hmm. oh, yeah, right? and for each bad guy that dies a good guy dies Tell there are no, no one left, right? Besides the Gelfling. It's and- so fucking crazy. And if I don't know if you have a Patreon set up, but I would be very interested in we do commentaries on the Patreon. Like we'll be and Patreon along with us kind of shit. That would be a good idea. Yeah, I, I love it. Just go in depth, man. Like I'm I, I really do like watching movies and shows just for that. Because when I there was a, a point when everybody becomes awake or whatever, I'm like, ah, oh, it's all propaganda. I can't watch it. It was like, and then you learn about symbolism. And I was like, oh, yeah. I got to rewatch it. And then I became a big fan of Stanley Kubrick, right? Yeah, so, yeah I'm a big fan. Uh, I, the Shining, I think, is about sexual abuse on um, yep. The Young Boy. Danny. It's obviously about the moon landing. It's obviously about 20 different things. 30 different things. I love Stanley Kubrick, especially The Shining. That's one of the greatest horror movies, in my opinion, ever created. Full Metal Jacket? He knew some shit, man. Oh, he did. Hey, you brought up Disney, though. And I want to kind of Oh, yeah, we did that Dark Disney episode, too. What are your... uh, So, as Disney... One thing I've noticed with their propaganda, before Mm. they told really simple stories, and they were mostly like music videos. You go to Snow White, you go to these uh, couple of their early... Uh, cartoon movies they're musicals right and then later on in the prop later on in the movies they become pure propaganda right like strange Mm. world right i I watched that i never did you watch it because i was debating on doing it like everyone's like walk woke is bullshit yeah that's Um, why you got to watch it i was actually i was debating on watching because i'm still like and the thing is i can like i said i can still enjoy cinema even though i see through a lot of the bullshit um and when you don't see a lot of wokest bull stuff in it it's like refreshing but mm-hmm. at the same time i can weed through it where i'm like that's fucking weird i always bring it up and my thoughts are like can we just enjoy the movie yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um, cause we just did dark Disney part one and part two, where we talked about like the dark secrets and stuff like that. And like Walt was definitely a fuck mind. He was connected to the Freemasons. There's like fuck, so yeah. many layers to that shit, like layers, the, the fucking Jeffrey Epstein connection, like Ellen's background looks just like a Jeffrey Epstein's Island. And then Disney's fucking the, the, the mm. original, like the actual logo looks like it's, I think symbolism is a huge thing. And, it is. It's it's the funnest thing to watch these shows. So even you watch Snow White and you uh, look at the evil queen. She has the astrology right all along. Uh, so she has each. She has like uh, the Pisces, the Cancer, and it's fascinating yeah. to see this embedded. You go to the Seven Dwarfs house. You see owl. You see all this Moloch symbolism, yeah. and uh, I love it. Man. Uh, but now you, it's uh, to more woke as propaganda. To your point. Yeah. And I like the more occult stuff. Now it's. Yeah, because uh, they had the mirror too, which would have been like a scrying mirror almost to like invoke some sort of thing. And it is weird. Like even earlier when you're bringing up like demons, right? Like I'm a, I do believe in dark forces and, and whatever reptilians are because I've had my own experiences with like shadow people and stuff like that. And it's always fun. Cause like my, my buddy that's at work, that's religious. Like he's like, you know, you, you know, it sounds crazy to people when you speak about lizard people, but he's like, and essentially in my point of view and stuff like that, that's demons. And mm. I always put the point to like, you know, when people are like, I, I posted tons of stuff about like reptilians and the, the connection to it and the, all the connection to our ancient history and all that shit, right. On like on, on certain things and social media platforms, like TikTok, people are like, Oh, they're demons. A lot of religious people do come out of the woodwork to call up and say it's demons. But I'm like, what existed first to, to me in my mind, in my thought process of like, okay, religion was a construct maybe based on the Sumerian texts um, or ancient 
knowledge and then pass down and then people added their own spin on it even though i add a whole most religions do uh as as russell brand properly put it is they all believe that this is a illusory reality that we all have to participate in and all that stuff right first we're these ancient beings these aliens so to speak and then it would have been written in the bible that they were demons they would have gave these entities a mm. name after people keep kept seeing them you know what i mean so yeah, like I, it's fascinating to me that stuff uh, demons is fucking fascinating because i don't necessarily believe in hell i believe yeah. it might be an alternate reality but and it, I, I looking back i feel like people like the 90s and 80s and 70s because it was yeah. it was all free, but now I I really do think there's becoming a turn where people do believe more in demons or aliens or the the amount of people who believe in the possibility of actually crazy shit is outstanding. Yeah. Well, crazy shit actually happens, and you point it out, and they look at you and you say they say you're crazy. You know what I mean? Like I've it, never seen more and more people uh, awake. Like, and to me, I'm like, oh, it's, they're pushing so hard for 2030, right? Like the agenda, like they're really like they're gung ho. Everyone's like, they're it's fucking warp speed. It's fucking whatever Trump would say. So I'm like, it's going fast towards this this end goal of essentially enslaving humanity in 15 minute cities and social credit score. And if you go against the government, you'll be fucking fined or jailed or whatever, right? But like, I I have to have some solace in the fact that they're is a lot of people more people awake than i've ever seen when i was labeled crazy my entire life people looking yeah. at me you're like you're a crazy conspiracy theorist I my agree. my co-host billy has known me since he was like 16 and i was like 18 or 19 and he was younger than me and we worked together cooking as chefs and then i was like always talking about like reptilians and fucking david ike and the, the new world order and alex jones i'd be listening to alex jones smoking a cigarette Love out it. back stuff like that and he now now he's like Neh. like like he's starting to see through all the shit now. He's starting to be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I maybe maybe you weren't as crazy as I thought you were. And, and, and st he still stayed my friend though. Thumbs up. <laughs> I like that. And to your point, I do think more people are becoming uh, awake or attuned to uh, the Area. the reality that uh, it's more and more bullshit. But in America, I see this right. I really it's, don't understand why people give so like this I or belief or understanding or whatever it is, we're giving billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. And I don't look around and see a lot of people nodding their head like, yeah, that's where that money should go. Um, so people yeah. aren't awake to the fact that we're still watching neo-Nazis. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like Americans are still being like uh weapons of mass destruction, uh, hoodwinked over some bullshit just to extort Americans out of more and more money. And so we're, yeah. we're awake to some things, but I, I think like, ignorance is bliss. There's so many people that are like, just let me live my fucking life. And like, and the thing is you won't be able to live your life later on. If this, if they keep implementing stuff, you will, you'll only be able to leave your designated area for fucking mm -hmm. maybe hundred times a year and then it's 50 times a year and then it's 20 times a year that's and right. that's not at all and you're in a fucking concentration camp it's so like crazy it, it's so hard for people to imagine and my my answer to this is uh there's going to be two generations left to stop this before it happens it's gen x and millennials because we were born at a time where i actually remember yeah. when people didn't have a cell phone in front of them I remember what life was like. And so the whole goal is to get, this is why they wanted to get, they, there's a whole agenda to get rid of old people or to make them lose their memories. Because when people retain knowledge of the past, this is why I think Alzheimer's is not new, right? It's an actual agenda yeah. to destroy people's memories. That's where the book, The Giver comes in, right? Where somebody gives oh, yeah. knowledge. But cool. uh, we're creating a, you can live till 80, but your memory goes to 50. You know that, right? We're creating. Unless you do psychedelics psychedelics right but there's a few <laughs> things coming around but uh, i do think that alzheimer's is actually a weapon like autism and i think if you get alzheimer's uh, it's just this fucking it's this inevitable thing that's happening to humans where they want to get rid of memories right and it's a weird attack on the mind people don't understand because the battlefield is different they want to get rid of your memories of what life was like they want to get rid of all the uh old videos like it's going to be hard to acquire uh really they're going to purge youtube and then eventually like if you really have like a vhs tape of the 911 uh news event that'll be something right because yeah. the only news you'll see is just what's <laughs> 
there. I wish I like knew where I could be like, oh, I should have recorded this shit. You know what I mean? Because like there, some of these the, these technologies, like having a DVD or VHS or whatever of certain events, will be handy. That's why I choose to like. I downloaded the the Charter of Rights in Canada, uh, and I want to print it just in case to be like, look here, okay? I have like because the people are trying to invoke that because like, and that's why this whole push for like the fucking global warming, where where oh. they can take away your rights and and stuff like that in the guise of security you never trade freedom for security people that is a fucking like you can't do it because they'll convince you it's like they this will make you better everyone will be safe that's right it, canada you like in and i don't believe in right and left i don't i don't believe yeah. in in political ideologies like that i think it's all a fucking scam the same people are pulling the strings they'll convince you make it okay for a bit and they'll implement more agenda and stuff like that but like canada it wasn't that bad and then it is progressively been pushed because obviously trudeau is a wef puppet and Absolutely. it's like crazy it's just like it, i remember i grew up in the 90s man so like it, it, it compared to what it is now it's fucked like i'm like i don't even recognize my own country the people and the people that are still wearing masks you are fucking conditioned and, and brainwashed it's crazy when i see people at grocery stores and you see like five ten people are like and you, i literally will give them like a look like what the fuck is wrong with you I do especially too. younger people especially younger i saw we're out in like antique and i love going to fucking antique and seeing some old shit man I, I fucking got like i took a little dose uh and smoked some weed before him i love going to, like the prue stuff so you can find some cool shit and uh i see there's like young couple with a mask i'm like in like maybe like may, there might be 18 19 yeah. i'm like what's wrong with you is something wrong with your brain <laughs> like what is happening i love it man it's uh, yeah man it's a great time to be alive though to, to all of these I points agree, yeah. hey i need to get a another drink I, i'd like to keep conversating for at least where where are we at in the pod, podcast we're, we have 10 minutes left hey if you just want to run for 10 minutes and close it we can uh yeah, i'm down what's up what, how, how you feeling by the way this is a live podcast we haven't even talked to to, to chat or anybody this has been a good conversation mm-hmm. I've, I've liked it and honestly like I, obviously I, I see your stuff and it's fucking funny and, like your little meme stuff that you create and I was always like and, and I saw you liking some of my stuff I openly like I created an account just so I could speak out and post some of like my more controversial stuff because my like original account was like you're so close to being taken off and and the thing is I want to connect with people that I genuinely have a, a, like the same kind of mindset with or or can have the, these good conversations like I want to dive into a big talk eventually about the great reset. And you might be someone that would be like fun to kind of bring into that conversation. So there's all, I have all of these ideas and I want to connect. I genuinely will not do stuff with people that I don't think that I'll enjoy doing content with. That's the most important thing. Right. And when you said you were thinking about, uh, doing a, uh, something about Tartaria, right? Because you thought you would like to do that. I think that's the whole yeah. reason anybody should do anything because you like it, right? That's <laughs> yeah, the most yeah, important aspect of creating any kind of content is enjoying making it. And I enjoy talking about these topics. And sometimes people say, oh, it's draining to talk about uh, the WEF and how the world's trying to control mm-hmm. us and just turn off the news, man, tune out. And I said, no, never. I like, no. look, never. Yeah, and the thing is, there's uh, there's actually a guy I like he's Canadian. His name's Kaylor Betts. Um, I'll share about it. He has like a mental wealth podcast. Is what it's called. And I like it because he, he he he's someone that has the same beliefs that we do, but comes at it to like a mental health kind of perspective of how to train people, and he does coaching and stuff like that. Where he's like, well, everyone's like, leave it alone. Like, why are you still talking about the COVID shit? And he's like, I'll leave it alone when it's done. Yeah. Because there's still people that are getting arrested or this or that or like information coming out and all that shit. And I do believe that it's valid to to be speaking about this stuff and to still make aware, hey, shit's still going on. Everything we are labeled as a conspiracy theorist, like the lab leak shit and the masks don't work and the shots are harmful. All that stuff has already come out. Stuff I was getting banned on fucking Facebook for. Uh, 
It's unbelievable, <laughs> and you're right to that point, that uh, I think there is a reason to speak out and to talk to these issues because most people are still trapped in this paradigm, right, that was created yeah, yeah. for them, right? The paradigm of weapons of mass destruction that led America into a 20-year war, uh, the paradigm of, war. yeah, communism. <laughs> so it's creating these invisible enemies, perpetual invisible yeah. enemies that you can create emergency powers for. Because if you can create an emergency power... Don't waste a good crisis. Yeah, that's the whole point, right? So the way the federal government always expands their powers is through a crisis or an emergency. So the longer people believe that it's an emergency, the more power the federal government gets in making rules, regulations. And once that... Slipping things, it's crazy. It is. They need emergencies. That's why you see things happen to create emergencies. Yeah. It's all Honoring about... Honoring money. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. The U the Ukraine shit. Like before, I don't want to get take it off YouTube. But Ukraine shit is fucking crazy. They're laundering money. It's so fucking obvious, it and it's billions of dollars, billions of dollars that could literally change the entire world. You could feed everybody in fucking Africa. That's why it always That's blows right. my mind. There's billionaires that exist in this world that literally like Jeff Bezos. Get rid of this fucking bridge so I can drive my yacht through it. I always bring up that fuck. He's so rich. They they can't spend all the money they have in like 17 lifetimes. It's fucking mind blowing. And there's kids literally put a gun in their hand and have fight against militias and arms within within Africa and all the fucking third world countries. And there's all the thing of the, if you control the third world countries, you control the rest of the world, which I think is probably accurate in some ways. It's just crazy that people don't see that this is like not right. And I don't believe in a communism thing or socialism in any fucking way, but billionaires man people that have billions of dollars are and there's people starving in this world and the reason what here's the reason why they like creating businesses where they have customers forever so like if they solved homelessness if if they solve some of these problems there'd be no customers what are people going to do where are they going to go and that's why i think the problems too like as we kind of bring this to close even like the lgbtq plus shit like i in and as much as like i advocate and i will fight for anybody's right to do whatever they want with the body or whatever like i have tattoos whatever i think that some of the mutilation stuff and i don't think it's dangerous and you could regret it whatever right but at the end of the day like if people don't see that it's being manipulated and used in big pharma is using these like drugs and hormone blockers and and surgeries and everything else that has to do with that that community as a whole if they don't see they're being manipulated and used as a big pharma payout then Uh, they're blind yeah it's fascinating too where i grew up uh at a time where like people were saying if uh high school athletes take uh steroids that's terrible and now like i look back (laughs) i'm like man if i just would have uh just said i was thinking about transitioning i could have got on steroids for free yeah, maintained yeah. a masculine physique. You could have won the National Women's Swimming League. Or whatever the you could have yeah, I like, I, I'm a male, but I identify as a more of a male. Like, I don't know why people don't do that. It's so fucking crazy. All that stuff crazy. The identity, like, I and I make this point with with my friends and stuff like that, or like, even like, like Anton. Just because like he's someone uh, that's one of my hosts. I love the dude to death. I love him to death, right? But like, we also don't agree on everything. Where I'm like, you can't. It's like, all right, call me by a cat. And if you don't, I'm going to freak out. Like that whole shit bothers me and that, you know, and obviously like the whole international women's thing. And then her, she has someone who is a trans woman, but not even really a trans woman, just a dude with a wig on, mm. on the poster. And, and then the, the chocolate bar representing that. And I'm like, these are mm. to be all like psyop created to divide and conquer. It's fucking blowing they're like people see a minority and they and people in the gay community or whatever i do 100 believe that they should be hated on they should be let do what you want with life with your body but never force it on other people's throats because they don't like when religion is forced on their throat so don't do the same fucking thing i agree and you're right we're bringing this to a close and i think because you and i and other people are <laughs> yeah and to uh to your other point people are waking up what the new trend is, is mental illness. So as they transition as, because uh, because trans is becoming an unfavorable topic in the next couple of years, I believe it will be. It'll be a transition yeah. into disabilities, autism, 
uh, mental illness. And the reason why will be a rise in people who had struggles during the pandemic of missing out yeah. in their high school or whatever it is. So we're moving out. And this is why you're seeing celebrities all of a sudden come up with like, I, Hey, you know, I, I had autism. I have ADHD. I've struggled with this my whole life. They're normalizing mental illness. Right. And, uh, making that the new, uh, cash cow and yeah, then it's fucking money it's yeah it's all money. And the thing is too like I, I it's funny because like i haven't really been a fan of the v word those things they inject in your fucking body for my entire life one of the first topics i have like a huge list of topics i want to get into about the show and one of them was fucking vaccinations and like because i inherently don't believe that what we're told is correct and there's like been there was an investigative journalist that dived deep and this will get us cut off youtube if i tell the whole story but how the everything we think about these shots and even in our childhood and stuff like that is incorrect we've been lied to it actually harm more people than it people and people that to think that it's causing some of these issues there's documented proof and act battles that have been won to prove that they cause autism amongst other things and people don't like that but you can prove it and there's factual evidence that goes into all this stuff and it's crazy to me that that a world uh, you know what i see the world is a better place if, if i've been i'm so natural i take fucking lion's mane tinctures Love um it. i take turkey tail Love uh it. and cordyceps it's funny people are like now with the show uh, which i'm really enjoying but uh it also maybe a psyop thing but the last of us the show's great but Love people are all scared of cordyceps and shit like that and that was commenting wow. on one post someone's like that's the way zombies would think and i was like i'll be a fucking immune to this shit because they think now because it makes ants zombify <laughs> It's gonna make humans, and I'm like, no, that's not how it fucking Holy works. Shit. Like, I love mushrooms, man. I'm such an advocate for mushrooms. And if you ever need someone, if you ever want to dive into a topic on like mushrooms as a whole, have me on because like I I've researched this stuff and love Paul Stamets, fucking love it. Like, he's a legend. Mushrooms all the way. Fuck and uh, I couldn't agree with you more on, on so many of those things. And the fall of us, I call it the fall of us instead of the last of us, because <laughs> it is interesting. You, each episode is its own take, and uh, mm. but uh, yeah, the fast your take on the fact it's making people kind of pessimistically look at mushrooms is an interesting That's a negative thing. Yeah, like wow, yeah, a- absolutely. Like maybe don't. It's helped me in numerous ways that I can't even describe to people. And the thing is, right? Like I chose to take this journey, and, and I'll be honest. Like I grew up pretty rough. I was in a youth jail and had a lot of bad mental health issues. I, I was vindictive. I was hateful. I um, abused people in, in physical and mental ways. And and the thing is that mushrooms allowed me to look at myself and it, it fixed my mind. And it's still, I'm still achieving to keep fixing my mind and to mm. get better as a person. And it has made me a better person. As Paul Stamets would say, people that do psychedelics do mushrooms specifically are better fucking people. And it's changed my life. And that's why I'm like, they, they, they want to implement it in our society and they're trying, like they've opened one shroomery in Edmonton and Toronto, but then wow. when the fucking government gets That's a hold lit. of it, right now what happens when they get a hold of it, when the government gets a hold of it and for big pharma, they will fucking synthesize it and make it into something that's not and take Absolutely. away the true nature. That's what scares the fuck out of me. And like, I get my stuff from BC. Like I trust the, uh, the site and the sources that I get it from. And, uh, but the shroomery thing scares me because like, I would love to work in a place like that, but then it's like, what is big pharma and the government going to do to this, like like just this plant and then and then my like my last point is to make a fucking plant illegal the same way with weed or anything that is naturally come from the earth and has been used for thousands of years to like classify as a schedule one or whatever drug is fucking retarded it is doesn't make sense (laughs) you can't own nature motherfuckers you you can't and uh i i love that topic i let's definitely maybe uh, dive into it in in, uh, a future podcast i knew we'd have a good conversation i fucking love this uh, I appreciate you coming on uh, Strange Brew, 100%. and uh, I, I put your link in in the chat. I'm going to post it yeah. on Spotify and iTunes and it, anywhere else. Go check out uh, Strange Brew podcast on. Yeah, appreciate uh, that. Where, where can we find you? YouTube. Oh, any podcast platforms. YouTube's a good one because we do a lot of uh, 
a lot of like video content, but it all goes to the the fees and stuff like that. We have something really big coming up about Jimmy Savile. That shit was dark and tough to get through. We did we didn't we decided not to do a two parter or anything like that. We did a four and a half hour episode, which for the audio side, I cut down to four hours. Mm. And it, there's some stuff that we do that most people would find offensive. Uh, you know, the crazy thing is we all dressed up like Jimmy Savile. I like so, that. Like, I don't know if people That's like fun, that shit. Dude. You're making good <laughs> yeah. entertainment. Uh, uh, you're, uh, you're a great guy, and I can't recommend your content more. So go check out Strange Brew Podcast. I appreciate that. We're going to end on local music. And thank you again. Uh, we'll be in touch, Strange Brew. God bless you. And thank you so much for uh, spending some time on the podcast here. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And uh, with that, we're going to close on. Should I close out then? Yeah, you should can close. Should I leave you? Um, or should I, I wait? Well, I'm still figuring out. I, I think I can put you backstage. I really don't know how to. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you can leave out. God bless you. Uh, yeah, shoot me a message, dude. I had tons of fun doing this stuff, man. Uh, I knew that we would get along. Like, as soon, like seeing some of your content, the stuff you've talked about and stuff you post, I was like, all right. Like, that's why I was like, we should do something down the road. So, and you, and you'll, we'll hear, um, we'll hear you on the Stranger Podcast. We'll get you on for like a certain fun topic, yeah. or you brought up something that maybe I don't know about. Like, yeah. let's start. Uh, I want to talk about dying trees, so or the dead tree conspiracy, which is something I've been working on for a year. Which I mean, I think it's a conspiracy, but nobody else is talking about it. And I mentioned it on a, a podcast I did with, uh, it's Flipside. You should do a podcast with her. She, uh, but I talked a little bit about dead trees, but yeah, I, could re- my way. I could really break, uh, break it down better, uh, with some articles, point out my evidence and, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'm fucking stoked, dude. I love like anything that I don't really, cause I haven't even heard about that at all. So like, if it's something that like, Ooh, like the, I, I like to learn. So oh, you got a new I segment. Be- it's called yeah. homebrew coming to strange brew. So you bring <laughs> people up with a homebrew conspiracy. That's probably oh, I like- why you haven't heard of it. Cause it's, it's really me. I, I haven't heard anybody else talking about it, but I have, mm-hmm. have an autistic obsession with um, trees. So, I wait. think uh, to end it on one thing, I swear to God that the trio back waves to me every time I'm on mushrooms. I like can feel their energy. It's fucking crazy. I and like, I, and like and I, I wanted to talk about it on an episode, but to end it on this, I do really believe that you tap into plant consciousness and mother guy or whatever on mushrooms. It's me incredible. Too. I always see it doing like this. It like looks at me and it like waving its fucking branches. It's fucking frightening, but like interesting at the same time. Oh, uh-huh. I got to talk to you about my, uh, well, yeah, man, I got a few thoughts. <laughs> I got a few thoughts, bro. We could just yeah, keep yeah. going. Um, but with that, uh, thank you again, uh, strange yeah. brew. And I'll be on your podcast soon. We'll talk about some, uh, dead trees and like that. my other conspiracy that we're walking mushrooms. So like that, uh, we'll, we'll Let's get do in, it. We'll get into those two. And thank you everybody for watching. God bless you. Go head over to strange brew. Uh, check out his content. I appreciate it. And that. we're going to end with Bathroom Floor by Queen Adilla. God bless you. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Vita saying. I'm running up to the quantum triangulator now. Some sort of wavelength. I think it's music.